Blog Talk Radio. There we go. So it's uh, faith-based. It's so you're involved with faithism, not atheism, right? It was that you said, saying that you know, a lot of Christians, um, they maybe text or they maybe email you, and you know they was pretty much scared of you. And I said, oh, okay, a challenge, okay. No, I believe the Bible. I don't believe the Bible is saying that slavery is okay because it gives instructions about how to handle slavery. Andrew, that's faith. You just said you accept evolution, evolution theory. So that's faith. You got faith in a theory. By any chance, are you gay? Uh, what do you think about bow totes? Hello. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Atheist Roundtable. Thank you so much. It has been an amazing week here in the United States where marriage equality has finally reached all 50 states. I got together a panel of some awesome people to talk about some of the crazy reactions that we got from the religious right. You are going to want to stay tuned for all of it. I'm going to warn you now, we do go over the 30-minute mark, so if you're listening live, I don't know why you do that at 11 p.m. on Sunday nights when the show goes live, but it will go, it will be recorded so you can download and listen to it later on iTunes or uh, Spreaker or whatever you're going to be listening to it later. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start playing it, I think. Blog Talk Radio is going to cooperate with me tonight. I'm going to ask everybody to kind of introduce themselves, uh, and we'll just start with the first person that I have in the lineup here, and that's going to be Hugh. Good evening. This is Hugh Mann, coming from Atlanta, Georgia. Awesome. Hi, Kelsey. Tell us who you are. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm Kelsey Hollis. I'm from Terre Haute, Indiana. Okay. Hi, Renee. Let everyone know who you are. I am Renee Davis-Kelton. I'm from Evansville, Indiana. Awesome. And then we have Kristen. Hi. My name's Kristen. I'm in Chesapeake, Virginia, and I just got a class like two hours ago. Woo! And then there's Ray. Hello, everyone. I'm Ray. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Fantastic. So, because this is because this is my show, uh, I'm, I'm going to go first. And <laughs> I'm going to go first, and I got a story that the title is Rick Perry Ignores Supreme Court Ruling and Vows to Enable Discrimination Against Gays. He said, and this is, this is, just, this is just great, I'm, I'm just going to have to read this, uh, quote, I am disappointed in the Supreme Court today that the Supreme Court today chose to change the centuries-old definition of marriage as between one man and one woman. I'm a firm believer in traditional marriage, and I'm also, and I also believe the Tenth Amendment leaves it to each state to decide this issue. So uh, we're going to go down the line again and and, uh, and and start again with Hugh. And Hugh, tell us why Rick Perry is a worthless pile of douchebaggery. definitions of things like equality 
or liberty or freedom. Uh, so true. So, Kelsey, tell us why Rick Perry should be sent off floating in a steaming pile of his own feces. <laughs> well, you know, there is no better way to put that. That's exactly what he needs. And personally, I, I would buy ringside tickets to see that. Okay, good enough. <laughs> uh Kristen, explain to us why Rick Perry is the most brilliant person on the face of the earth. Um, I like a little bit of what you've been smoking. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rick Perry has been a blight on Texas for quite some time. Um, the, the problem is, like, everybody in Austin is a Republican except the liberal island of Austin. Everything else outside of Austin is Republican, and then Austin is liberal. And yeah, it's he's going to keep getting elected over and over and over because he's a douche idol, and that's how they work. That is exactly how they work. They they love to elect douche nozzles. So uh, Ray, tell us how Rick Perry is the leader of the douche nozzles. Yes. What I I always wonder when we uh, when politicians say these things that are so incredibly out of touch. I always wonder if they're you know, they really are a person who believes or if they're just pandering. You know what I mean? You can never really tell what somebody's doing. Yeah, I, I, I take your point. I mean, it could be that they're just trying to garner another vote or two, that they're just trying to uh, to pander to their base. But I don't know, man. I, I've actually worked on political campaigns, and I'll, I'll tell you, they don't get on the lobbying kind of anything. They will literally say anything. Yes, anything that they believe will get them more votes. Awesome. So uh, let's turn to let's go to you, Ray. Do you have an article for us that you want us to uh, to, to comment on? There was one that I came across. An ex-pastor who was going to set his on fire over gay marriage. You totally stole my article. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that. Um, is anybody else waiting to see what he says now? feeling that maybe, possibly, he might change his mind and say something like, you took me out of context. It was an allegory.
Okay, Kristen, what uh, what are you going to bring us from Right Wing Watch? Oh, there's so much to choose from. It's like a cosmopolitan of just stupidity. It's amazing. Uh, let's go with National Organization for Marriage. They're a classic target to pick on. So right now they're saying the Supreme Court does not have the authority to redefine something it did not create. Marriage was created long before the United States, and our Constitution came into existence, blah, blah, blah. Basically saying the decision is illegitimate because God didn't decide this, therefore it's not the law of the land. And it's like, your religion is not the law of the land either. Like, really? And they, they're, they're pledging to, they're, they're fighting a losing fight. They tried fighting in Ireland, and they lost horribly. They tried fighting across every single individual state, and they lost in every single opportunity they had. And I don't know where they're still getting money from. It's it's amazing. I don't know who's... I, I don't know. I know. They have to realize that this is... I mean, they're fighting a, a lost cause. And at this point, there's so many people that are for marriage equality. They're just beating a dead horse. I mean, mm-hmm. when they throw in the towel and they're like, okay, you guys win. And they had a march for marriage uh, a couple of months ago. And... They thought they were going to have like four to five million people show up. It was literally in the, I don't think it was even 10,000. I don't think it was a lot less than that, like 2,000 maybe. But they, they faked their pictures, and so they made it look like they had this humongous crowd supporting them. And then a bunch of people called them out saying, no, that's not actual supporter. That's for a different organization at a different time and place for a different event. Like, you guys are a bunch of liars. Didn't Donald Trump do the same thing? Yes, he did. So Suggesting that that the National Organization for Marriage, a decidedly Christian organization, is using underhanded and dishonest tactics to promote itself? Is that what you're saying? It sounds unreasonable, but that's what I'm putting out there. <laughs> wow. You know, it's, I'm sure they'll pay for it. Okay, Kelsey. So uh, I know that Ray stole your flaming pastor. Uh, um, I don't think that's what we mean by flaming.
email in of, uh, okay, so he was saying, you know, if the electricians and the plumbers put the mail and mail into the pipes together, nobody would want to live in that home. It just doesn't work. Uh, okay, oh, 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 we'll, we'll say 
will say Mr. Ray and Ms. Renee. Or can we go by the picture? Can we call him Naked Sexy Man? <laughs> yes, because I'm recording audio only, and everyone will get Naked Sexy Man. <laughs> think I'm back. Hi. Welcome back. Oh gosh. Yeah, this is this is going to require editing and I suck at editing, so I'm really looking forward to that. Did you want to try another program like Skype or like Mumble or TeamSpeak or something? Okay, I have heard of Skype before. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I have not heard of the other things of which you speak. Really? Are you being sarcastic or for real? No, no, for real. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, I am I, I I may look Asian, but I actually am not very technologically savvy when it comes to the internet things. Um, That's <laughs> except when it comes to finding porn, I can do that. Did you do that, Andrew? Yeah, yeah. I I can find porn. I can show plumber guy examples of parts fitting. Not a good recipe. Is <laughs> she with plumber guy? Tim likes to get porn. Uh, it it amazes me. It just amazes me because uh, I've 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 seen those videos and things are fitting just wonderfully. It's and everywhere. Indeed. <laughs> and 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 when they even have the move called the rotisserie chicken. It's an amazing <laughs> thing to watch. <laughs> time I talk to Kristen, I learn something I have to Google and then instantly regret Googling. <laughs> yeah, I'm regretting Googling it right now. <laughs> you can stop yourself at any time. <laughs> You're actually Googling it. I can hear the key Yeah. Oh, I'm very curious, person. Leave me alone. Prepare for screaming. time giggling at Urban Dictionary. Who else has a story, or should I uh, pick a thing? Uh, pick a thing. That'll work. All righty. Uh, I'm going to go with this one that says, Todd Starnes warns pastors who refuse to perform gay marriages to prepare for hate crime charges. Because, you know... Now that gay marriage is legal, 
It's required. See, this, it's the same thing when you make something legal as it is to make something required. That's the same thing. And I mean, no offense to anyone who's gay out there, but have you seen Todd Starnes? <laughs> the way he lifts, the way he talks, the way he does everything, that guy is a closeted gay. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He is in serious denial and repression. We're going to call him Peg Hagger 2.0. Does uh, Todd Starn set off anybody else's gaydar? I'm, I'm not familiar with him, but I mean... <laughs> He's a pasty-looking, balding dude um, with the, I don't know, the dark rim glasses. I don't know. It's, I guess, I don't know. He's almost hipster, but not quite. Yes, yes. Um, He's the GOP hipster, which is our regular person in our in our society. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't know. I can't I guess I just don't understand why these guys think that um, anybody's going to go to jail. Now that gay marriage is legal, I, I I just I'm not following the leap that we have to, that we're taking here. Um, it's not illegal to be a bigot. It's just that you're a bigot, and we call you out on your bigotry. Um, you're you're asking for logic that tracks. Mm. So I think I can make the connection here if I can follow this logic. If you don't agree to have gay sex. They're going to persecute you, prosecute you, lock you up, and send you to prison where you will automatically have gay sex whether you like it or not. Also, gay sex is going to be compulsory. That's the uh, gay manifesto agenda. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> You're going to get it whether you like it or not. Squeal for me. You're going to get it dry. <laughs> you can take this one way or another, but either way, it's going to happen. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you can either take it from RuPaul or you can take it from Bubba in prison. Take it back. <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm going to need a cigarette after this show. I feel like that's going to be a thing. Kristen, hit us with a second story. Brian Fisher compares gay marriage ruling to 9-11, slavery, Pearl Harbor, and Sodom and Gomorrah. All at the same time? All at the same time. And he packs it all within two minutes of the video. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Uh, from a moral standpoint, quote, 626, which is today's date, is the new 9-11, because it was on this day that five justices of the Supreme Court became moral jihadists. They became rainbow jihadists, and they blasted the twin pillars of truth and righteousness into rubble. And they did this by imposing sodomy-based marriage on the United States through an act of judicial tyranny. That's amazing. We the people have ceased to be our own rulers. We are now serfs on a plantation that is being run by cultural elites who wear black robes and use the gavels like... This is incoherency I'm trying to read here, so bear with me. And uses the gavels like slaveholders of old use whips use their whips to beat us as social conservatives into abject submission. 
Today, June 26, 2015, is a day which will live in infamy. Wow. I, I have nothing to add to that. It's like he made a, 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 like a sandcastle out of like, like turrets and shit. And it's like, I have nothing to add to this. I'm just going to leave it as it is. Let that waft around. Was that line a day which will live on in infamy? Yes. Wasn't that the same thing they said when they were in uh, Pearl Harbor? Yeah, that's the same thing that was said about Pearl Harbor. Because, you know, original thought and all that, that's, no, they have to copy. You know, in all these other examples, people actually got hurt. People died uh, to to cheapen those tragedies by comparing it to a celebrational kind of day is amazing. I mean, that is, that is just a I I can't I cannot wrap my brain around that. That is that is a that, wow. It's it's difficult to comprehend how they're getting this because. The, the, the example they're providing is actual tyranny and people getting murdered. And what's actually happening is two guys butt-fucking each other in the ass. And it's like, how can you compare the two? You're under no threat whatsoever. Like, we're doing this in the privacy of our own home. We don't have to see it or smell it or hear it or anything. So, I mean, what do you care? I get the feeling sometimes that conservatives, like, kind of a uh, dichotomy thing. It's either all... Right, we're all wrong. You know what I mean? And you just know they're thinking about like that guy has gay sex. I wonder what kind of position he uses. <laughs> Ugh, that dirty gay. <laughs> and it's like it's it's like shame porn to them. It's like they get off on like shaming it, but at the same time they think about it so often. It's like is this is this how you this is how you get your porn? Like okay. I think they make porn for that specifically with whips and chains and you're a dirty boy. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with a little S and M action. There's that that's that's okay. It's even okay if it's a little S and M gay action. That's just fine. Some people like that. And as long as they're all consenting adults, we are all for that. Ray would you please uh, help dig us out of the hole that Kristen has dug us in? Let's see, I'm just reading an article right now where... Uh, uh-oh. Uh, Ray? Are you still with us? Can you hear me? Uh, not really. All I heard was Bible thumping, and I thought, that should be a new sex move. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Ray, we're, we're going to move on to Kelsey. I don't... I, I think your connection is bad. Tell us, Kelsey, what glorious bit of wisdom have, have you found for us? The article that I found is about, I mean, yes, this is a huge victory for us in this nationwide passing of marriage equality, but the fact of the matter is there are still 28 states in which, I mean, we can still lose our jobs, Mm. Lose our homes. I mean, just for being who we are. So I'm. Uh, it was just a really interesting article to read, and points out that 
you know, we still have a very long road ahead of us to really get the equality that we deserve. Yeah, it, it sucks. There's a, there's a thing called married one day, fire the next. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey and I live in Indiana. Renee also lives in Indiana. And in Indiana, as everyone knows because our freaking awesome Governor Mike Pence put us on the national news, um, LGBT people in Indiana have are not a protected class. And so you are free to discriminate on the basis of LGBT status, and that's okay. Uh, at least it is in Indiana. Uh, and I guess in how many other, 28 other states? Uh-huh. There's not always absolute correlation between morality and law. And that's that's one of those cases where, I mean, they kind of deviate a bit. It's immoral as hell, but thus far it's not illegal. You know what I mean? Ray, you're in Ohio. Are, is LGBT a protected class in Ohio? So I don't know. You know, I'd really have to kind of start looking a little closer to where I live to, to see it because I just don't, I don't want to stop looking. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to find out because you know you're going to be disappointed with what you find. Well, yeah, I mean, when it comes up tails 20 times in a row, you know, after number 21, you tend to not pay close attention. You know what I mean? And I assume that since Virginia is one of those southern Bible Belt states that it, there's no LGBT protection in Virginia either? We have marriage equality, and we have a Democrat governor and, and attorney general, but the state Senate is still all Republican, and so they can't get anything through. They can't get anything that the governor wants to get passed. So it's kind of locked in stalemate until they either die off or they get re-elected out of there or whatever. Um, right now I'm actually having issues with my current job that I'm about to quit where their health care policies are discriminatory towards trans women and they said specifically we will not cover you for anything. We have to insure you because it's part of Obamacare law but that's only in on paper only. You can't actually use it. You can't use dental. You can't use vision. You can't use health care of any kind whatsoever. We will not cover anything. What? And it's like that for a lot, for most trans women, finding health insurance that will cover them, not just for trans-specific issues, but for anything in general. Like, if I stub my toe or if I break my arm, that's 100% out of pocket because they're just going to say, your broken arm is, is, a, is a direct symptom of being trans, so therefore, we're not going to cover it. So they're, they're looking at the sexuality as a high-risk behavior. Uh, not so much that. It's They're, they're relying on... Um, manuals and um, documents from the early 80s about trans oh, people, and it's way, way outdated. And okay. they don't want to update it, because if they update it, that means they have to pay, and they don't want to pay, so why update it? Wow. That is... It's like keeping leeches as a, as a legal procedure, because you don't want to update your, your policies. And it's like, who uses leeches nowadays? Wow, I had no no wonder you're not you're in a hurry to uh, get out of that job. Well, I need the money, but I hate the place. Like our our HR lady, well, she explains to us. I, she says, "I'm sorry, but our healthcare policy doesn't actually cover you, but you still have to pay into it." I'm sorry, that's just policy, not my fault. It's like, well, 
who do I talk to about that? And she's like, oh, uh, the company actually writes a policy. It's like, aren't you part of the company? Yes. Uh, I think you help write the policy? Yes. So why don't you change it? Because it's policy. And it's like... Well, that's because it is. doesn't mean it should be. No. I so, think, I think, and this is probably obvious to everyone else here, I think uh, that if this is a bigger company that we're talking about here, and if there's going to be an audience to this, we should refrain from mentioning the name of the company. There may be legal ramifications. Uh, but how large is this company that you work for? Uh, they're international. They have several um, locations uh, throughout about this country and in other countries as well. About how many employees do you know? Uh, at least several thousand. I see. I understand. Yeah. It's a machine shop, so it's, it doesn't have a lot of people, but it does have like a, a lot. Uh, the I central see. headquarters is actually the same location that I work at, so I could I actually see. talk to the CEO, and it's like, I, I actually confronted him once, and he's like, go talk to HR, and HR's like, well, that's how the policy is written, and we wrote the policy, so what can you do? So in other words, that's how we roll. That's yep. what they're saying when they say that's the policy. They're saying basically, that's how we roll. Deal they don't want to take responsibility for it. They just want to say, that's what the policy is, even though I wrote the policy. Sorry. Yeah, they, they, that's their canned spam answer that they give to everybody to deflect them. Yeah. It's like, I didn't beat you with the stick. The stick is the one who actually touched you, so if you have a problem, play the stick, not me. Blame the stick, not the swinger? Yeah. That, that is unbelievable. I, I had no idea. Oh. Yeah, and in the Obamacare pages, which I actually, believe it or not, as part of my uh, my degree, I actually have a full 800-page printout of the Affordable Care Act in a binder on my shelf. <laughs> and we're supposed to study it, but it doesn't actually protect LGBT people in any way whatsoever. So we're still excluded. We all know this fight continues. It's not over. No. It is absolutely not over. There's so much more to do. Um, so, on that happy note, on that gloriously happy note, uh, we will we'll wrap things up here. So, uh, we'll, we'll go back through, and if you want to, if you want to, uh, let everyone know how they can find out more about you. Who wants to give their contact information first? I'm Ray Riley. I'll, uh, I'll make it to where I'm searchable. I don't think I am right, but I'll change it. Okay, try, you can search by email. I know that. So if you put in my email, D-I-N-K-I-S-T, at yahoo.com, it'll lead you right to my uh, my page. All right, so Kristen, how, if, would you, do you want people to stalk you on Facebook? Uh, not on Facebook, but I do have a website. It's okay to pimp that. Oh, yeah, pimp that. All right, so I have a website called justchoice.org, and it lists all the scientific facts and peer-reviewed papers regarding homosexuality, transgenderism, and intersex, and how it's not actually a choice, but it is actually a psychological condition, and it is actually related to genetics and epigenetics and all the science behind it. So calling it just a choice is actually kind of an ironic statement because it's not actually a choice, and it shows the scientific research behind why it's not a choice. Uh, there's a contact page on there, and I do get those in my email. And if you want to write to me, just feel free to send me an email. They can do that at justachoice.org. Correct. Wonderful. But and, and I do recommend that you guys go and check out 
Kristen's site. It is it, it is a wealth of information. I love that site. It is it is a good place to be. It is like the checkmate of internet arguments. I swear it works every time. No, I'm looking at it right now and it is it is really cool. I'm awesome. I'll definitely stalk you on here. Just for fair warning, I have absolutely no experience in web page development, so <laughs> it's all good. Kelsey, if someone wanted to stalk you, would they be able to do that? Well, I don't have a website or anything. I just have my Facebook page, and it's just under my name, Kelsey Hollis. Or if you can't find it through my name, there might be a lot of people on there. Um, my email is pirate chic, it's C-H-I-C, 13, at yahoo.com. It'll take you right to my page. Well, I want to thank everybody for being here tonight because you guys have been awesome. I really do want to thank all my guests tonight. That was a really great show. It, there were a few minutes that I actually had to cut out of the show for uh, reasons, and if you want to find them, you, you need to go to the Atheist Roundtable fan page on Facebook where I have posted those few extra minutes from the show. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, be good to each other because God isn't here. We are. Good night. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable at slash Atheist Roundtable on Facebook or find your host at slash Andrew the Atheist. Send all of your email to andrewtheatheist at gmail.com. This podcast is the official podcast of atheists, humanists, and agnostics of the Wabash Valley. Find us on Facebook for monthly meetups. Music for this episode is provided, as always, by Dick Richards. Thank you, Dick. God is here. We are. Take care of yourselves. Ah, Kristen gave us rotisserie chicken. Man, tell you what, that's that's amazing stuff.